end of Aaronic that we began to read from the book of Genesis of creation on Simchas Torah, October 7th, October 8th, Israel and here. And that Genesis now brings us to the book of redemption, which we pray will extraordinarily be realized well before we end reading this book of Shmos. It's fascinating. The book of Shmos, as we pointed out in the past, literally means names. How does the book of Exodus, or redemption, as it's referred to by our rabbis, correspond to the word Shmos, which means name? So in the past, we've described that the word shame, or name, is the same as the word sum or shum to put something in a different place because in our creation and our being named as tiny babies that name was supposed to allude to not as we were then and perhaps even not where we are today but where we can grow to to be there every name Shame is a sum shum to put something there. To know that we have this extraordinary potential. And that's described as a personal redemption of freedom. Paro, the bad king, remember the Yul Brenner guy? Paro was not only the king of Egypt, he was in his own mind and in the culture of that country, a deity. He was a god. He could do whatever he wanted. And he preached a religion of self-indulgence. Egypt was the most immoral, despotic society. But the pinnacle, paro, represents the word parua. Parua means wild, uninhibited, uncontrolled. And that was the morality or lack of morality of that country. They did what they wanted, to whom they wanted to do it to. Enslaving, ripping away human dignity from the core of our people. It was a wicked, wicked, immoral society. But that immorality, it was not only in their ethics, but it was in their personal behavior, in their lack of a family value and a sexual immorality that was second to none in the world culture at that time. And that's what the word power represents. Parua, uncontrolled, uninhibited. But the word Mitzrayim means exactly the opposite. Mitzrayim are boundaries. How does that jive with the word Mitzrayim, referring to Egypt, rabbis point out that the two mems at the end in the opening mem you have a way in by the closed mem it's there's no way out you're stuck and mitzarim literally means like the stuck stronghold of boundaries you can get in and you're stuck you can never get out is that the opposite of the word paro free and uninhibited the answer is that there's a price to that type of freedom because that's not really what freedom means. Living in the culture of the debased 
we lose ourselves and our identity and quickly become incarcerated in the addictive hedonistic world of pleasure that lacks purpose and clarity and meaning. Paro represented this theme of being uncontrolled, but we so easily become addicted and then are stuck. The tantalizing flypaper with the scent, and all of a sudden we can't pull ourselves away. The book of Shmos is not being stuck in that box of self-incarceration. The book of Shmos is really about getting there, pulling ourselves out of the things that have made us stuck. Because as we begin the book of Shmos, my friends, we need to begin our own pathway and illuminate it to redemption. October 7th, they began to read Genesis. Tomorrow, we begin to read the book of redemption. If every one of us will look to illuminate our own pathways in our own world to remove the paro from ourselves, the indulgent, the self-serving, the self-centered, we can break through the mitzarim, the boundaries that keep us locked up and allow our light, our essence, our purpose to go from here to there. And God willing, that pathway will be to the Yerushalayim and to the Beit HaMikdash. Shabbat Shalom.